Welcome back to Chair Shot NFL. You can follow us at Chair Shot NFL. My name is PC Tony. I am joined, as always, by Ray Cash. And we are past Halloween, Ray, and into Thanksgiving season. I'm thankful for... Oh, like it'd be cheesy and say I'm thankful for you, or the Chair Shot, or... Uh, t-shirt from prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot but right now i'm most thankful for this beer probably just to be honest with you although i am thankful for you are you though maybe not as much as this beer right now but uh, just, you know just wait hold on, hold on hold on hold uh, on i can appreciate you both can't i i mean i'm not a selfish person you know i don't mind I don't mind being a man on the side. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Um, I, hey, well, since you're talking about thankfulness, that we got three more weeks for that. So, like, we curb that. We could, we could be thankful when we got to watch them diabolical ass cowboys and them shitty lions play. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, you lied to the people. By the way, I want about, you to know about what. This may be technically the Chair Shot NFL show, but we have another name that we we call this show today. Yeah, we're we're three men weaving it a little bit. Yeah, pick and roll. Yeah, pick and roll today. Well, pick Play and roll. Our... Yeah, it's part of the three man weave. It's all Chair Shot Sports, whatever. You know, I don't know. Is that the new slogan? It's all Chair Shot. It's all Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, people. By the way, I'm Ray. For the record, yes. I already told I everybody that. I know, but I didn't talk to the people. I was, oh. Can I talk to the people for just a second? Yeah, I'm sorry. Hello. He wants uh, to talk to the people. You out there in podcast land. No, he's not talking to me right now. He's talking to the people. How are y'all doing? What did I you want to do? Very what? comfortable. Do you want to go for dinner? You're listening to your audio, audio device? No, he said he's While not, you're talking, quite not warm talking to and me. Toasty. He's talking to the people. I hope you have a tasty beverage. Okay, I think he might be close of to your... I'll, I'll talk to you later. Uh, no, I got a while. I got a while to go. Oh, to oh go. wait, wait. Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> no, we're it's, good. It's be we're good. Excuse me, podcast <laughs> listeners. I need to speak to my podcast husband, Mr. Tutter. <laughs> yeah, y'all, shut the fuck up and listen to us for once, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Is that how that works? Uh, plenty of stuff to talk about today. Plenty of shit going on. In the world of sports, thus Ray brings up the point that it's not just NFL today. We're gonna we're gonna hit some World Series news and interesting events. We're gonna talk some NBA coaching carousel, uh, among other things, possibly in those two uh, genre of sport. And then we're gonna get to the NFL. Whether or not we do our usual rundown of Week Nine and take a little time with each game, I don't know. We definitely want to get to one of the biggest news. Uh, items from Wednesday, you're listening Thursday morning on Chairshot Radio Network, is it's looking like Dan Snyder could possibly be selling the Washington Commanders. So a lot of people happy about that. Happy and I have heard... Are I, here again. I, honestly, <laughs> before I forget, because I'll be more than just this half a beer in by the end of doing NFL, <laughs> there was breaking news when they were announcing this at SportsCenter at the top of the 6 p.m. Eastern hour on Wednesday they said that the, the someone was looking into financial um, findings that they didn't report certain revenues and things like the government was involved for like a message from the SEC and that not the not the football conference but like the government securities agency. Um, 
So Dan Snyder could be in other trouble. So he might be needing that $5.6 billion is what Forbes estimates the Washington Commanders football team is worth. So just wanted to get all that information out before I forgot, Ray. And now I've actually talked long enough that we can hit our first break. So why don't you, t- why don't you I, it looks like you got something on your tongue, though. Oh, well, first of all, I appreciate your hashtag journalism, which is a shirt you can get at ProResentTeams.com slash the chair shot. But to, to give a little more credence to what you were saying, which I'm sure we'll touch it a little later, sources are the sources say that the U.S. Attorney's Office is investigating the go. commanders over alleged financial impro- improprieties. Mm-hmm. So if you think that man trying to sell, you know why now. There's a, there's a lot of smoke there. There's a lot of fire there, if you ask me. There's been already uh, sexual misconduct allegations and things of that nature, Not not just from, like, his offices and and what he overlooks but him himself so Mm -hmm. when you start going and saying you got shit on every owner in the nfl that's when the rest of the owners go not if we stick together even if there is something you still not you so somebody must have went and said listen um sir you there's one of two ways we can do this (laughs) and you can see bank of america is soon to be listing the washington commanders for sale it looks like a whole full sale hopefully ray as America's as America's uh, sweetheart, uh, Karrion Cross likes to say, "Is that America's TikTok. sweetheart?" Oh. All right, uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is chair shot, man. This is chair shot NFL Ray Cash PC Tunney. Uh, commercial break. Chair shot Radio Network. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash chair shot. We will be right back. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I ever get back, so it's root. Root, root for the brew crew. If they no. don't win, it's a shame. For they it's lost. one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. And then at Miller Park, County Stadium, Ampham Field, wherever you're called. Then we go, da, 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 roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. You're going to love this next line, Ray. Zing, boom, torero. We've got the blues on the run. <laughs> now it's time to roll the barrel for the gang's all here. You're welcome. This this is my fault because I want to talk baseball. I just so want I, to... I I I, I re, I'm that reading was, what uh, I see. That was your that was your Christmas present, by the way. Oh, was that my Christmas present? <laughs> by the way, you're welcome. By the way, can we talk about how that's the whitest song ever? Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks? I don't know, dude. That's what? <laughs> I, I love it, though. I didn't make it up. Never did a stretch, baby. I love it. Oh, boy. The World Series. Ray, the Phillies lead 2-1 to one after a big victory at home after a weather delay day. Uh, you guys will know the result of Game 4 in Philadelphia from Wednesday night as you listen to this. We do not. But, Ray... You uh, let before you get it before we get into the topic you wanted to discuss with me. Two one Phillies lead. How are you feeling in this series? You're a Houstonian. 
Yes. We so I can tell you this. We in the city jumped into this series. Maybe mo- the most arrogant I think I could see a team jumping into a series in a long time. Remember, before this, the Astros had not lost a game all postseason. Mm-hmm. So and 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 again, the Phillies have amazing bats. They they have pitchers that have been good. They may not be consistently good, like Thor and stuff like that, Syndergaard. But they are on the hot streak of a lifetime. Because there was a point in the in the in the season they should not have made the playoffs, but they made a surge. They got in, and now they're up to one. So a lot of Houstonians, a lot of Astros fans are looking, sitting, awestruck, like what happened? And you know when you get beat seven zero. When you give up five runs in a, in an inning in game one, like when you make when you're giving making these mistakes and you're a team that didn't make mistakes and can score runs ad nauseum, you know, and your and your best pitchers, Framber Valdez may be the AL uh, Cy Young winner, but Verlander's a Hall of Famer, and the guy what I want to talk about today, Lance McCullers, does not give up home runs, so. It's and to see them knocking him out the park, it is wild. I, it, I'm blown away. I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I'm taken aback. It's interesting the uh, the effect that that crowd does have. I mean, I I didn't honestly I I I didn't think the Astros were gonna go down in the series. I mean, after they lost the what they lost the first game right, and then they came back and won game mm-hmm. two. I thought, eh, they'll win the rest of the games. You guys have the best offensive lineup in baseball and it's not even close as far as consistency goes mm-hmm. uh even better than the dodgers if you look at it spot to spot as you move down the dodgers lineup aren't consistent there's the dodgers have better so, hitters, but they're not consistent i don't know man if you guys can weather the storm and and not get swept in philadelphia i think you're going to win the series um i i think as you listen they have won the astros last night and it's an even series just because they know what to expect from that crowd now um but at the same time, you, you had a pitcher go out and just didn't have his best stuff. And when that happens, talented hitter. They, Philly has some talented hitters. They're they're gonna they're gonna make some things happen. We'll see. I would say Houston and it's two to one. I'd say Houston and seven. I I would think that too. And that's where two three two can help Philly if they can get it done. But it'll it'll hurt them if because if Houston can get back home. That it'll hurt Philly because those last two games and normally uh, the big juice box is a tough place to win. Sure. Um, but so I, I want to ask you, because for those of you who don't know, young PC Tony uh, is actually a very capable athlete and, and has some high level high, high school accomplishments. And one of those was being a high level baseball player to the point where he just kind of recently has dwindled from playing high-level softball. And so Lance McCullers is... You could say retired. What, well, like, you may still pop up every now and then. I didn't want to put words in there. Ah, it's been... What is it, November now? So yep. tw- 26 months? Wow, so yeah, retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a retirement. You ain't going back. Nope. <laughs> um, But Lance McCullers Jr., who is a uh, Astros mainstay, 
is what I like to what I like to call a Greg Maddox clone. I may not have the heat, but I got every break in them balls that you want to see. And they they hit a stat. Um, Buster only hit a stat last night of something like he's thrown something like six thousand breaking balls this season, and not one of them was hit for a home run. And last night or game three, they hit four. Like that is something crazy, isn't it? So the big thing was the skept the, the the conversation of whether or not he was tipping his pitches, and whether or not he does it to kind of fool batters sometimes, or it just it's a it's a tick that he has, or he just didn't have his good stuff. His location was you talk about Greg Maddox and and the the movement of the ball. Even more so with these guys, because a lot of guys can move the ball, but can you throw strikes for it, right? And that's yeah, where yeah. the the equation is. Maddox was known for painting the, the outside of the plate, right on the, you mm-hmm. know, the black edging around the plate. They'd say he hit the black every time, every time. Mm-hmm. And it, so they they showed some things from last night, and you've seen Bryce Harper call one of the players back from the Phillies and speak in his ear. And then they asked him post-conference. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And you know, that's a baseball code. You don't give away those conversations, which is great. It's a sports code too. Go ahead. And I just want to give context to that little, that, that, that uh, moment you're speaking of Bryce had just hit a home run called homie back and homie hit a home run after that. So like, it wasn't just like he was giving them some advice. He was, it's, it looks like he was telling him do this. You'll do that. It's wild. And again, it happens. So I'm not sitting here saying upset about it. That's that's fair sports gamesmanship. And applaud the Phillies for, for, for figuring it out. But just the idea that that could happen to that extent. The man gave up five home runs. Right. So the previous inning, Harper, like you said, hit the home run. So Alec Bohm is up the next inning. And as he's going up, Harper okay. waves him over to the dugout and from the gotcha. ledge of the dugout, he's in his ear, boom, hits the home run, right? Um, so what the tip the tip was is what he was doing is when his – so when he brings his when, – when a pitcher sets the pitch, okay, and he sets where his hand's set, it's usually in front of his chest somewhere, right, and his hands are together. He's got the glove in one hand with the ball in his hand and the in the other hand in, in his glove, and when he would set, his glove is near his letters of his chest. And when he was throwing a breaking ball, the glove was basically, the fingers were almost pointing around his body, and they were slightly underneath the letters. But when he was throwing the, I think it was the change-up, the glove was up, and the fingers were almost touching up across the letters. So you could so look at see... The change was a two-seamer. Was one was the cutter and one was a different pitch. So I don't remember exactly which one it was. If it was a changeup or it was a fastball, but I thought it was the changeup. I'm not sure because I don't think he throws a lot of fastballs. I think he throws a real hard cutter. But you could be right. But I just know the difference in whether or not you were getting a straight pitch in a fastball or a changeup, or something you knew was going to have some good movement on it. And if you just can, it's a hard thing to do. So a lot of batters don't want to know. They don't want you to tell them. They just want to read the pitcher's hand and the delivery and where the ball. Because batters, they, they're they trained with, they watch film of the pitchers throwing the ball. 
And mm-hmm. what they do is they they show the pitcher at the top of his release right before he's about to let the ball go. And, you know, if my hand's like this, uh, my fingers are over the top, it could be a breaking ball. If my finger's on top, forward, it's a fastball. But when they show these batters, they show it to him for like a split second. So not even a full second because that's how long they have to recognize it when they see the pitcher doing it. Some guys want to know, some guys don't know, right? So that's what happened last night. Whether or not he is a batter, you can trust that. It looks like Bohm did, and Harper was smart enough to pass the information along. Whether or not he was trying to play with them and he just messed up, or it was the pressure of the World Series that he went back to an old natural tack, I don't know, or maybe he just didn't have his best stuff last night, and that really doesn't even fucking matter because his location was high last night. Well, he he's in a he's in a very situ he's in a very precarious situation because he's perpetually the number three pitcher on that staff. Three or four. So he's he's always in situations like these in the playoffs having to pitch in the other team's ballpark because Houston's normally home has home field advantage. So I feel for him in that regard. And yes, I mean people are still talking about it today. Uh the Bell, Citizens Bell, they came out and they were hype last night. Um I got two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. Um, would you, as when you were, um, hitting, when you were playing, would you rather face a flamethrower or a breaking ball pitcher? Oh, the slower the guy throws, the better. I don't need to be getting hit at all. I was scared of the ball when I batted. I was a pitcher. I was a really good hitter, um, up until varsity in high school. So like my, my sophomore, junior and senior year, I probably hit like 250, I wasn't very good hitter. Well, uh, that's look, that's above the Mendoza line. I hit. I only hit. Decent. I only hit one home run my whole uh, career. But I was. I did bat. What was I? I think I hit like six something in the in the playoffs all three years though. I did come to play then. But okay, yeah, so I mean, I, I see you. yeah, uh, a lot of guys like a fastball guy just because it's easy to hit. Like you get taught to hit a fastball. If you're going to make any professional baseball, you're not scared of the ball if you're going to make it as a hitter. So if the ball's yeah. coming in straight, the faster it comes, the faster it goes. <laughs> as long as the guy's not throwing, you know, mid to upper 90s. Yeah, like I, I can imagine. I mean, if, if a guy's going to be throwing four seams and cut fastballs at me, yeah. But if a guy's going to be throwing, like, it depends on your curve. If you're throwing 12, six curves like Barry Zito used to throw, I don't want a part of that. See, I, yeah, see, like, guys would throw hard, so I would get back in the box because I was scared. But when guys didn't throw hard, I'd get up in the box because if they're going to throw breaking stuff, you want to hit it, like, in front of the plate, not over the plate, because it's going to break over the plate. In front of the plate, it's, yeah. gonna, it's not going to move as much. Uh, look at look, see, pitching analysis for PC Tenny. My second question. <laughs> and, then as a pitcher, is, and then as a pitcher, if you got up on the plate, I'd just ring your bell. Which is why I would not bet against you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friends in uh, grade school, uh, I gave him a, a, the seam prints on his back. He showed me the next day. Damn. I can tell you this. If, if I pitched, which I didn't and I never would, besides having the obligatory regular fastball and the obligatory change, I'm, I'm, I'd have a cut. Mariano Rivera taught me that. And I'd have a sinker because that motherfucker will get you ground balls it's tough those will be two and a half it's tough some guys can't throw certain pitches um it's hard for them to do i i never threw a change up i threw a fastball i threw two 
two-seamer, four-seamer fastball, both of them. I, mm-hmm. And then a curveball, which I threw from different slots that came in different ways, and a slider, too. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I wish I had a better changeup, but what are you going to do? I just couldn't control the ball and throw it slower. So my other without, question was... Without making it look like I was about to throw you the ball slower. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, that's the key. You yeah, can't slow everything down just to throw a strike. You have to be the same everything and just let it go slower. You know, it's it's not an easy thing for a lot of guys to do. Um, game four, which is as as you guys are listening to this is tonight, Christian uh, Javier and Aaron Nola are on the hill. If you're dusty, don't you run Verlander tonight or in game four, so you have him back for a prospective game seven? And run a three-man rotation instead of a four-man? I don't know that he's capable of that this late in his career. And I don't think he wants to. You don't think so? Well, look at it this way. You need Verlander to win one of the two games. Why not give him the extra day's rest and know you're going to win that one anyway? What's the difference? Do you see what I'm saying? Let If he's going to win either way, there's no difference. Why not give him the extra day? I don't think he's I capable hear... of coming back, but I can tell you that he'll be in the ready in the bullpen if there's a game seven and he pitches game five. I'm I'm a big believer in putting in giving your best pitcher three opportunities. And yeah, I, some guys can't do that. Not everybody's Kurt Schilling. Well, then why don't you let Framber be num- the number one guy then, and let and let Verlander be number two? These are questions for Dusty Baker. And I don't like the question Dusty because I <laughs> I know Dusty has a bit of Marty. Schottenheimer in him, but he's a lovable manager, and he's he, everything this year he's done correctly. He's done right, so I don't want to question him. But that's one thing I would wonder. Like, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that I couldn't get Dusty Baker on the show today. Well, hey, well he's a little busy, so oh, we'll, we'll, when he's done, we'll, we'll get him on the show. Yeah, yeah, when he's done. <laughs> um, just questions I had, man. I'm, I, you know, World Series time. I always tell you, I'm, I'm. Super in playoffs and World Series. But last night was just the most fascinating thing from a guy who knows baseball and loves it, but doesn't watch it every every day. It was just the most fascinating thing to watch. The the allure and majesty of the playoffs in baseball is that it's an untimed sudden death, if you will. There's no mm-hmm. you can the last out of the game can take 45 minutes if it wants to. Just don't make it out. For, I mean, you, you can be down six and your last strike and still come back. You yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, no big deal. So, all right, folks, we are going to be done with our World Series talk. We'll probably uh, we'll give you some kind of recap next week, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. Good luck to your Astros, Ray. And, Thanks, uh Jim. Not my Astros, but my city's Astros. Yeah, you're I there. Yeah, you got you got to deal with it either way. You're in proximity, so. Uh, <laughs> Diamondbacks ain't going back no time soon. So no, might well you might as well. Back. Yeah, you don't have to tell any. You didn't. You didn't have to tell anybody that. Okay. I'm um, mad, I'm mad people. <laughs> PC Tony, Ray Cash, Chairshot NFL. Follow us at Chairshot NFL. We're gonna take a break, and when we return, we're gonna get into some basketball. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. 
Welcome back, Chairshot NFL. Follow us at Chairshot NFL. PC Tony, Ray Cash. Let's get into some basketball, Ray. Why don't you lead us down this road, this this topic we're going to talk about here in this young NBA season? Yes, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Tony. So basketball is a sport that was created by the uh, no, that's young the, man James Naismith. I forgot. I got to be very specific it, with it's you. It's Springfield, Massachusetts. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, they, no, man. <laughs> I didn't Brooklyn, say, Brooklyn. I didn't say start from the beginning. <laughs> to explain the topic, there might be some young chair shot fellers or three-man weavers All right. who are familiar with the sport. No, um, Brooklyn had to pull a Brooklyn. Um, so, of course, the most notorious team in all the sports uh, today continued with their notoriousness. Steve Nash was relieved of his duties as of uh, Tuesday afternoon, um, which was not a shock, although seven games into the season is a bit extra when you could have fired him before the season. Exactly. Jock Vaughn will take over his uh, lead assistant. But there were also rumors that may be a little more than rumor that Ime Udoka, the disgraced and suspended coach from the Boston Celtics, you remember in his rookie year last year as a as a head coach, took the Celtics to the finals. Uh, they are negotiating with him to become their full time coach. Um, and. To give a little context on Ime Udoka, number one, Boston always hoped and expected for him, someone to try to scoop him up. They don't want any compensation for for him to leave. But also, um, Udoka has history with all of the main players involved. He has history with KD. He has history with uh, Kyrie. He has history with Ben Simmons. And he has history with Sean Marks. So in terms of a guy who could be a unifying force in that locker room, who players will listen to, who players will believe in, cool. Don't put them around the women. But other than that, maybe on the court it'll work. I don't know. Brooklyn is, boy, I tell you, I am exhausted talking about Brooklyn, but there's nothing else. There's, there's the only thing to talk about. And I, we ain't even getting into Kyrie being stupid. That's enough. I don't even want to talk about Kyrie anymore. Yeah, Udoka is a, was the fifth coach in 25 years to lead his team to the finals in, in their rookie coaching season. It's interesting. It, it's Woj said that he thinks the deal should be finalized sometime Thursday. But it, it was a kind of a shock. I mean, I I had I I guess you'd assume he was going to get a job somewhere, right? Why not there? Uh, the whole Steve Nash thing, I completely agree with you. Why did they start the season with him, like? Kevin Durant pretty much clearly made his, you know, his opinions felt there. I, I you know, I, like you said, it, seven games, really? I mean. it's it, it, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, again, and, you know, I, I really respect Kevin Durant as a player, and I, I like the guy as a dude. But Kevin really gives the most backwards-ass answers sometimes. He was interviewed after the game. Because he got to be interviewed extra more because Kyrie can't be on the mic anymore because he's a dumbass. Um, but and he, and this is the guy who just two months ago, I want out. It's either me or Steve. So but his response was, oh, well, I, I love working with Steve. I'm going to miss working with him and 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 stuff. And of course, that's you, you say nice things and you be respectful of the situation. But come on, dog. And then um, 
his his response that, well, were you shocked? Or when did you find out? Well, I found out. I woke up from a nap and rolled over at 110, 115, and I saw it on Center. No, you didn't. They called you, bro. You're Kevin Durant. You're one of the three best basketball players. Four. Shout out to Steph. I'm sorry. Best basketball players on this earth. Come on, dog. What are we talking about? So, like, to play coy like you're just this basketball assassin, when you don't act like you are in the same driver's seat that LeBron James, that Giannis Antetokounmpo, that Steph Curry, you are in that same driver's seat of your team that they are. And the, I can tell you you're in that same driver's seat because you asked out from your team right after you signed a four-year extension. So, like, you run the team. So, again, I don't begrudge you for anything you've done, but, like, like, come on, keep it a buck with me, bro. It's so, Tony, can we just merge L.A. and Brooklyn and, and kill two birds with one stone? Oh, boy, here we go again with the merging like the of Steagles? the teams. No, we can't, can't do that. Steve Nash uh, get, ever get a head coaching job again? Absolutely. Really? Unequivocally. Because this isn't a David, and I'm, I don't mean this in any disrespectful situ- words, but this isn't a David Blatt situation in which a guy who was hired, who can coach but was overwhelmed and then probably wasn't the right dude for David Blatt, I don't know if was is an NBA coach. Can he coach? Yes, he's fantastic. I don't know if that was the right situation. Steve Nash had did good work. Look at that first year he was there. If if Kevin Durant doesn't wear a size 17, EEE, doesn't wear the same shoe that uh the clown on um the Simpsons wears, Sideshow Bob, if those aren't his shoes. They've beaten Giannis, and they're in the Eastern Finals, maybe in the Finals Finals. That's not conjecture. That's a fact, because only that man's big toe was on that two-point li- that two-point line, which would have made it, which would have won the game instead of tied the game. That's too bad. So, you know, you're right, because the right team ended up winning. Giannis is a superstar. But again, so so we can't look at what we're seeing now, and then assume that well, Steve number one. Steve Nash can't coach because that's not true because when he had his players, they were good. And two, when your team implodes from the inside, who's, that, how was that your fault? No, there's no human being alive other than his father who can control Kyrie Irving. That, there's not a man. James, y'all, y'all gave up every ounce of depth you had for James Harden who pieced the fuck out on y'all the next year and showed up with the, with the inner tube around his stomach first. And then peace out on y'all the next year. You got Ben Simmons, who's still at the Cranber compound because he ain't decided to play <laughs> basketball again. I'm just like what? So none of this is Steve's fault. The few the few opportunities he showed that he was allowed to coach, he showed he's a decent coach. I would happily give him another job next year. I think the clip the other day, I think it was last week, one of the Brooklyn games and. Ben has the ball. I think it might have been against the Bucks. He had the ball underneath, and he didn't shoot it. He passed it, and Kyrie yells at him in the middle of the game. Out loud. Shoot you can the hear, ball, shoot Ben! Shoot the ball! Oh, it's just, I told you guys he doesn't like to play basketball, and uh, here he is. Not, I, he's not I, the I answer. Still, I will still disagree with the he doesn't like to play basketball part, but he is done up here in his mind. It is, it like, there's the yips, and then there's the Ben. Like, like I think people with the yips are like, "Ooh, I ain't that bad." Like, this is another level. 
Like we we spent a whole six months talking about Markel Fultz because he couldn't shoot. This is way worse than that. Like this is this is the this is the psychological aspect of sports that we never dreamed we could ever see. You feel what I'm saying? I yeah, I don't know. The, it's a mystery. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Because the talent's there. It's ben just Simmons is a mystery. He just doesn't want to work at it from things that I've heard. So that kind of compounds oh. the problem. That's what else? First, uh, early early thoughts here. Early take on on the young NBA season so far. Best team in the league, Bucks. Not surprised. They're undefeated. Um, well, exactly. And that again, could change, that could change tonight. Sure, but I mean it's basketball, so like right. seven and gonna, one is the equivalent of nine. No, no. Um, but I'm not surprised. The stars are are showing out. Um, Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz remind me a lot of the Carolina Panthers right now in that, <laughs> in, in in trying, in trying to to tear it down and rebuild. Them boys was like, nah, son, we're better than this. And the Jazz are six and two, I believe. And they're playing fantastic. It's it is wild to me. Colin Sexton remembered he knows how to play basketball. So Yeah, they're winning my, basketball games. Their their losses, one is at Denver and the other one was at Houston, but they've they've beaten the Timberwolves, they've beaten Denver, they've beaten Memphis, they've beaten New Orleans. It's amazing, bro. Well, Kelly Olynyk's playing some good minutes for him. They picked up Lori Markinen. Um, Vanderbilt is, was a solid pickup in the trade with Minnesota. You still Agreed. have Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley over there. So, yeah, they're getting things done. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Like you said, it's it. There were only seven to ten games in, depending on what team you got going on in the in that range there. Um, boy, the Lakers don't look like they're going to be any good. Um, again, well, that's, that's a whole other conversation, but yeah, they'll be fine if they ever decide what to do with Russ. Once they decide to get rid of him and figure that out, I think they'll be fine because the, the sneaky big stat of the night is while the Lakers one in five, they're like the fourth best team defensively. Like the way they're losing is an anomaly. Well, they can't shoot the three. They're, they're, whatever they are shooting 20% in the first like four games of the season or five games. Sure. But I'm. But think about the level of how great your defense has to be to be historically the worst shooting team in the history of basketball, and to still be the fourth best defensive team in the league. You got to be. I mean, did, uh, did I see Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace show up for something? Like my God. <laughs> no, you did not. You did not. But like we said, it's young. It's a young season. Um. We'll have to see By what happens way, with a lot of these big stars. Shout out to the Portland Trailblazers and Anthony Simons oh, because yeah. Dame is shoot. hurt and they are balling. Yeah, he can shoot. Does Dame ever get back to 100%? I mean... No, not yet. I, do you think he ever will? Dame, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And and the, the beauty of it is he got 200 mil in the bank. They'll, they'll, they'll wait until he's ready. And well, when you got this kid Simons balling like he is now... You know you're not going to the finals or to the West Finals or even to going far. So take your time. Let the kid. Let the dude get healthy. So he, he's he's fully. It seems like he's fully recovered from the abdominal issue is why he was out last year. But 
now he pulled a hamstring or a quad or something or a calf calf i think a calf he's got a pulled calf muscle so yeah they'd be smart especially if they're winning games to let that rest up for seven to ten days yeah the the and the, the, so the nba is much like baseball in that it's not like football where it's sprint it's truly is a marathon so if you can get to february you'll be fine because if you can get to the All-Star game, you'll be fine. So as long as he's good for the second half of the season. And, I mean, I don't think you maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody with of any knowledgeable uh, sense looked at, the st- looked at the teams of the NBA and the Western Conference and said, oh, Portland, this year, they're going to be contender. I don't think anybody would have thought that. All right, folks, that's your uh, three-man weave-ness for this week. We got the baseball, we got the basketball, a lot of great information, a lot of big things, like Ray said. This was Ray's idea to come out and give you guys a little bit more this week, and he was absolutely right. There's a lot going on right now. Next, soccer. All right, we're going to take a break next, actually, and come back with football. (laughs) Yes, we are going to talk football, Ray, American football. Ray Cash, PC Tony, Chair Shot, NFL Chair Shot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. We'll be right back. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, folks, welcome back. Chair Shot NFL. You can follow us at Chair Shot NFL. We're going to get into said NFL right now as I am just uh, making a couple notes to make my life easier. Show. Let's get into it, Ray. Week nine, we got six teams on a bye, but that's not a big deal because there's plenty of games to be had this week. Niners, Broncos, Browns, Cowboys, Giants, and the Steelers are on the bye. Thursday night, game tonight, big spread. Eagles, Texans. <laughs> Texans are they're almost two touchdown underdogs. They're getting 13 and a half points. That game is on Amazon Prime. Over under 45 and a half. Eagles take that undefeated record to Houston. Stay with me, everybody. All together now. Disrespectful. No NFL team should have a spread above 10. They should not. And I'm going to pick the Eagles. Ah, yeah, yeah I, take, <laughs> I don't think we need to talk much about this one. The Eagles might put up 46 themselves. I'll take Eagles in the over. Um, Texas strong at home though so it's going to be a game but uh. let's get to the Sunday matchups we're going to start with the early afternoon games and what the hell let's start with the Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions in two of the worser teams in the National Football Conference oh man if the Packers go on the road and lose to Detroit they're really going to be upset here up in, in Green but Bay but they're big... Packers are favored by three and a half over under 49 and a half it's not as big a deal as that. At, well, you would know more than me. You're in that world, but the, everybody understands the Lions aren't a winning team, but they're they have winning components. They're the Lions. So, question for you. Yeah. By the way, I, the Pack got to win this game, right? Shout I, out to Romeo Dobbs who they? actually had a good game. Do they? Shout out to him. Yeah, I think so. I... Um, are you disappointed as a Packers fan? You didn't yeah. make a move at the deadline. Oh, oh! I just thought I thought the question was over. Are you disappointed as a Packers fan? <laughs> the question was yes. Um, 
I I don't know. Is this can can some outside receiver come in and help this team? I guess they need bodies, but I mean, I'd rather have the bodies that know the system. I I don't know. I don't think anything they could have done is going to help this team to where they that thought they were going to be this year, and that's a Super mm-hmm. Bowl contender. It's just not happening. I don't see it. I'd be very surprised if they were to even make the playoffs. I'll tell you the the worst. The worst thing for the Packers wasn't that they didn't do anything. It's that the good teams got better at the at the deadline. Yeah, I mean, Hawkinson goes to Minnesota. Um, the Bears McCaffrey. pick up Claypool, which doesn't really mean anything. The Bears still aren't going to be contenders. But, yeah, McCaffrey to the, to the Niners is pretty big. That does give that offense another dimension. Robbie Anderson to the, to the um, cards. Another receiver for uh, Kyler to play with. Sure, and a deep threat in that. As well, so. yeah, yeah, and then so. you got uh, Nick Chubb going to Miami, which makes their defense look a little bit better. Um, so. Nick Bradley Chubb, fool. not Nick Chubb. <laughs> Clevelanders lost their mind just now. <laughs> Bradley Chubb, not Nick. Rub a dub <laughs> Chubb gets traded from uh, Denver. By the, by, by the way, the Chubb trade, the Roquan Smith trade to Baltimore, and the McCaffrey trade. Boys trying to make the Super Bowl, bro. Sure. Those are Super Bowl bound moves. Oh, I believe it. Uh, you're right. And right. The, the the sneakiest move of the whole trade deadline, Naeem, Naeem Hines. Oh, to Buffalo. To, to Buffalo. Oh my God, that's exactly what they needed. I J- James Cook is gonna is pretty much turned into the guy running the football there. He he can finish on short yardage, uh, but to have Singletary and Himes, that's just another insurance policy. Moss wasn't doing much for that team, so we'll see. Like you said, those are all big moves, big trade deadline. Ten at ten trades at the NFL trade deadline, most since nineteen ninety. Um, um, by the way, another one real fast. I I love the Calvin Ridley trade. Number one. Oh yeah, I was uh, thinking the Packers should have made that move. Yeah, it, it wouldn't help this year, but I mean next year. Who cares? Year, you next year, get a you guy who's a one superstar. of the top five. You could be top five wide receiver in the league. <laughs> Agreed. So now he has Christian Kirk and um, Ridley next year, and the the best part, Ridley got suspended this year for betting for betting on a game. You know who he bet? You know what game he bet on? Jacksonville Atlanta game. And now he and now he's with Jacksonville. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take the Packers and give the three and a half points, and I'll also take Same. the under. No, I'll take the over. Okay. No. Any Lions game, you take the over. Okay. The Los Angeles Chargers traveling cross country, heading to the ATL, take on the Falcons. Falcons are four and four. Uh, Chargers four and three. Chargers are a three point favorite and another 49 and a half point spread. Give me the Chargers and the under. Did we? Jump too quick to give Justin Herbert the the, the belt. Did we jump too quick? Uh, I mean, I mean, through what eight games, he's got two thousand passing yards, twelve touchdowns, four interceptions. It look, talent is cool. Is does it translate to wins? You don't have to yell at me. I'm sorry. Talent is cool. <laughs> translate to wins. Well, and I say that because I'm I'd picking the they're... Falcons. Their worst loss is probably the one that was 38-10 to 10 at home against the Jaguars. They did also lose at home to the Seahawks. So it's like, well, you know, they're coming off a bye this week, though. They should be fine. And I know there's questions, is he fully healthy? But the Falcons got some moxie, bro. 
they 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 are not a great team, but the way they won that game last week, they got they got big balls. I'm taking the Falcons in the upset, and I think, I'll take the I'll take the under. I think the thing that makes people leery of the Falcons that they can beat a good team is they they did beat the 49ers by two touchdowns, so there is that. Um. All right, let's keep it moving here. Dolphins moving up north to Chicago to take on the Bears. I Bears are five point underdogs over under forty five and a half. I'll well, I'll take the road team again. I'll give the five and I'll go under, even though the Dolphins, you know, won't have Chubb completely acclimated. I think he'll make a little bit of a difference. Bears are just not very good. I don't know that Hawkinson comes in and and, and provides that much of a help for Justin Fields. Hawkinson is with the Vikings, not with the Bears. Oh, that's right. Claypool. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Claypool won't make a big difference tonight, I don't think. Um, he'll probably have some big catches, but no. You said Chubb is going to have a little thing. I, will, I, I want all of my good people and people and people who are slightly religious, if you pray, to say a prayer for Justin Fields. Rather, Chubb has <laughs> two and a half sacks. He's going to let people know he's there. Yeah, he can get yes. to the quarterback. That's a true story. Uh. You spoke about the Panthers before. They are heading north to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals missing Jamar Chase this last week. They're still seven-point favorites at home, over under 42.5. I like the Panthers to keep it close. I'll take the points with the touchdown and give me the over. If you'd have asked me at any point any NFL season who had the better week, Joe Burrow or P.J. Walker, nobody would ever say P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker has had the better week. Um, you got to go to Bengals. They're at Paul Brown. They're they're at home. But man, put some respect on the Panthers' name, man. Them boys play hard. But I got I got the Bengals. I'll i the Bengals are gonna win. I out of respect, I'll take the Panthers with the points. But the Bengals are gonna win, and I'll take the over. Okay, I think we're on the same page there. Another. Uh, team out west traveling east. The Vegas Raiders. Los, that sounds weird. Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Um, they, Jacksonville hosting the Raiders this week. Jacksonville one and a half point underdogs. Over under is forty eight. These are two teams where one you kind of expected to be a lot better than they are, and the other you didn't expect them necessarily to start two and six. The Jacksonville Jaguars. This is what the NBA would call a league pass game. This is gonna be a fun <laughs> game to watch. Yeah, <laughs> fun game to watch. Um, I know this is gonna sound stupid, and I apologize for my ignorance. But the Raiders are starting to round up <laughs> to form <laughs> a little bit. I think the Raiders are—they're getting—they're getting their sea legs. They didn't score I'm last gonna, week. I will look. Okay, you can't win them all. Okay. <laughs> no, they—they've proven that. Well, they played a good defense. Does Jacksonville have a good defense? No, but the Saints do. So, I mean, um, no, man. Maybe I, I, I stupidly believe in Derek Carr a little too much, but I'm gonna go with the Raiders, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, ooh, I'm gonna take the under. I think this is a game Jacksonville wins and Raiders woes, woes continue. Give me Jacksonville in the over. Um. Talk about another team that's struggled to kind of find out what's going on with them this season, and that's the Indianapolis Colts, and they're heading to Foxborough to take on the 4-4 and New England Patriots. Patriots favored by 5.5, over under 40. 
Ray Cash. The Sam Ellinger game, huh? Oh, the Indianapolis Ellingers. Um, I feel like Mac Jones. Nowadays, Ooh. everybody want to talk, but they got something to say. But if it comes out when you move their lips, just a bunch of the bridge. Everybody forgot that my name is Mike Mac Jones, bitch. Motherfuckers forgot about Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, man. I think I think the Pats the the Pats have really been getting like talked down and and like teams aren't afraid of the Pats anymore. And the most disappointing player in all the sports of all of NFL this year has been Jonathan Taylor. That's why they traded Naeem Hines. They're like, bro, get, give us something. We got rid of the guy that was playing better. Hey. Give us something. So what do you say to somebody you hate or somebody trying to make trouble your way? Tell them what? to study a tape of NWA. Uh, One day I was walking by with a Walkman uh, on when I caught a guy. Off. Yeah, <laughs> give me an awkward eye. Classic verse, by the way. Um, I got the Pats. I got the Pats out right. And I got about touchdown. And I'm going to take the over. 40 points is low. <sighs> Ramondre Stevenson, y'all, if you don't already, trade for him in your fantasy league. If you don't know, now you know. Um, Yeah, sure. Give me Bill Belichick at home. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. In right? the under. <laughs> in the under. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, speaking of a game that I'm not going to pick the under on, Buffalo heading to New Jersey to take on the New York Jets. Jets are 12.5-point underdogs, over under 47. Man, Vegas got me last week. Remember when I was bitching about how could the Jets be underdogs at home, Mo, because they can't beat the Patriots, and sure enough, that shit happened, even though they were up early. Uh, I'll take the Jets to cover this line of 12.5. The Bills win maybe by 10. Give me the over 47. Can you say it for me, though? This, no, you say, I, don't, I don't think it's disrespectful. A five and three team at home to twelve and a half. Man, dog, look, if I was Robin Sala, I would be calling the mayor of Vegas right now and cussing them out. Um yeah, look, the bills are great, but the bill the bills ain't that good, dog. In your world, the mayor of Vegas is the one that sets all the lines, eh? Well, who else do you know? <laughs> There's no sports czar. Who else do you talk to? Oh, there's not enough cheese in my mac and cheese. Get me Mayor McCheese. Call, call Jerry Tarkanian. Get, I don't get, know. That's the only guy get, I know out there. Who do you call? The Ghostbusters. <laughs> is Jim, is Jimmy the Greek still around? Like, what do, do you do? Um, no, man. Look, take the Jets and the points if you want the money. Bills will win outright, but take the Jets and the points. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and yeah, I'll go over because Zach Wilson acted like a dumbass last week, but he'll be back. Another six and one team heading on the road. That's the Minnesota Vikings heading east to take on the Washington Commanders. Commanders at a shocking four and four after a couple of Taylor Heineke victories. But they are still underdogs here at home. Three and a half points. Over under forty three and a half. Gimme the Vikings. Gimme the over, Ray. So the Vikings should win. But, but not the, so fast, with, my friend. Oh, shout out to Corso. With the with the rumors of Snyder selling the mm. team, FedEx is gonna be rocking oh, this Sunday. Oh man, come on, dog! It's gonna be rocking. Do you think at any so, point um, the crowd breaks out in na 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 na? Hey hey hey! 
get the fuck out of here, Daniel Snyder. Well, that's that's more apropos. Yes. So I want to say TJ TJ Hawkinson goes off. Justin Jefferson is always good for a two hundred yard game out of nowhere. But I think I kind of feel a little commie-ish. I think I'm going with the Commanders, dog. I think I'm going with the Commanders. Okay. And we'll go over because, again, those two teams always take the over. Okay. Okay. All right, that does it for our early afternoon games. Let's head to the late afternoon games. And that card starts with the Geno Smith-led Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And I think we figured – the records would be flip-flopped that the Cardinals would be five and three and the Seahawks would be three and five, but not so fast. My friend, once again, man, the Seahawks look good, Ray. They do. And didn't they get some help in the Dre in the trap? Dre did. No, they did not. Um, they do look good. So Car- Cardinals favored by two over under 49 and a half. Sorry. Um, I know you can fight it out between, um, Jalen hurts and Josh Allen for your MVP. But number three in the list got to be Geno Smith, right? Seventy-three percent pass of of completion percentage. It's got to be Geno. Um, I I like that D Hop is back because D Hop being back changed the dynamic of that team. But if the, if that defense, who they got to spend a lot of money on, cannot stop people, Kenneth Walker, the third, want to go with the Seahawks. And I'll take the over. I Halloween's over. The pumpkin has turned back into a carriage. You you, you no longer Every have week. that beautiful dress on. And, Every week. Uh, I think the Cardinals <laughs> are getting better here at home. I, I got to take Arizona to cover. Give me the under, and, and, and Seattle comes back down to earth a little bit here. That That's what I'm picking. I don't If you don't like it. Just keep listening. It's probably something you won't like. <laughs> uh, we'll stick within that division in a team traveling to the southeast corner of the country in Los Angeles. Rams heading into Raymond James Stadium to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both teams under 500. I don't think anybody would have picked that. I doubt any of those bets came down at the window that after eight weeks that they would have the Rams and Bucks under 500. Buccaneers three-point favorites at home, which tells me that no one knows who's going to win this fucking game. That's the standard home line. And over under 42.5. Give me the over in this game as both teams figure something out offensively. Uh, I'll take the Bucs. I'm going to take the Bucs because there's still a question if Cooper Cup is healthy. And Cooper Cup is a, a, approximately 87.5% of their offense. So... Well, well. I mean, if he's not, even if he, if he'll, I'm sure he'll play because he's a G like that. But even if he's got to be 100% for him to be effective like that. And Allen Robinson and the rest of the boys just aren't doing it well enough to kind of. No, and they can't help run the ball out for shit. Not at all. Not at all. Like, they tried, they tried to give away cam makers. And their people were like, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm yeah. just what it is. So I got to go with the Bucks, But this is begrudgingly because they're, they're garbage too right now. So. Yeah, Bucks, a, and, I'll, and this is gonna sound crazy. I'll take the under. Yeah, I mean it just it just kind of makes sense, but I I don't know. That's tough. I'd say over. I'm going over just because I think we get some points here, but I, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Neither team, the Rams can't run the ball, and the, 
the the Bucks can't protect Brady, so I guess we'll we'll figure it out, right? Uh, it's game I wouldn't be flipping to. Let me put it that way. <laughs> you damn right. And people thought that would be the Super Bowl this year. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is there's only two late afternoon games on Sunday. Well, God bless you. You, bet, guess, you better, yeah, you better watch Geno. I guess we're turning into Seahawks, and we're gonna watch the Battle of the Birds, the Hawks and the Cards. Uh, Go watch Geno and, and Kyler. Yep. Sunday night football, Titans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs hosting the five. Both teams five and two. Uh, after a little rough start, the Titans are rolling. You got Derrick Henry rolling over under forty six and a half, but the Chiefs are twelve and a half point favorites at home. Ray. That I think is a little much disrespectful. Yes, I get it. Respectful. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I need a that drop one. That, that one about. I might say should be around nine and a half, but I still I'm going to take the Chiefs. Nine? I'm, I'm still going to take the Chiefs because the Titans they can't throw the ball. Well, first and foremost, Tannehill may be back. They're I, a better team throwing the ball. But even not... if he's not back, even if he's not back. There is no better ball control offense than the Titans. And I say that because Derrick Henry is going to run for 125 yards. He's going to have 30 attempts, 25 to 30. And they're going to have a time of possession for 35 to 40 minutes. So that changes the dynamic of the game. So 12 and a half, and they got the same record. What? I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm giving the points. I'm going over. Where's Tim Donahue? I need to talk to him. Right. He's not he's reffing. Right. He's not reffing NBA games. I'll tell you that. Well, he know who I can call. Clearly, because it ain't the it ain't Mary McCheese. It's not Tark. It's not the mayor of Vegas. So I need to talk to somebody. I don't know if it's Hulu or Prime. I think it's Hulu that have the Tim Donaghy uh, documentary just came out within the it's last Netflix. Oh, Netflix is just glad. Excellent, excellent documentary. Amazing. Yes. Oh, 12 and a half. I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm insulted by that. And just because I'm insulted, Pat Mahomes is going to throw for six touchdowns. Yeah, just, that's, that's really bad. Uh, But take the tight. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week. That's all the games in the NFL. Oh, 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 we forgot about someone. Oh, Ray. I Yeah, I did that on purpose. I just wanted to see the little I know you did. It's very cute. It's very cute. The Ravens heading to New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, however you want to say it. Ravens Saints. Honey, you're a black man. Say it right. I, I don't know. New Orleans. New Orleans. Look, New or- that, that's the. New, that's well, the well, I got a better one. I got a better one for you. New Orleans. Anyway, Ravens versus Saints Monday night. <laughs> Baltimore. Oh Jesus Baltimore. Um forty eight is what you got for the over under right? Baltimore. or <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Over under forty eight plus two and a half. Uh the Saints are, are home dogs. No Rashad Bateman, which is a big He's been kind of a bust. No, no, when he plays, he's fantastic. Uh, he has... can, can I my, can I give you my favorite Keanu Reeves uh, quote from yeah, from the movie Hardball? Please. I'm amazed at your ability to show up. Not oh, Rashad. Yeah. Nothing. No one said never to Rashad Bateman. 
by the way, rest in peace, G baby. We miss you, big homie. Um, but yeah, no Bateman, no Dobbins, but Roquan Smith. Whew. Um, I'm excited for, for what the defense can do. Um, and with Steve finally emerging, thank God, Isaiah likely finally decided to say, Hey, all that potential y'all had in me, I'm gonna show it. Um, clearly I've got to take the Ravens, but I want to get some justification. Here's my justification. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Andy, Andy Dalton. There you go. I, I, yeah, I see, I see like a, I, I see a shutout hangover here. I see the Ravens going in and causing a lot more problems than, you know, the Saints had last week. So I will, I will take the Ravens. I'll give those points on the road and. I'm still gonna go with the under here. Um, under two, yeah. I can see it being like a like a twenty-eight three type game, something I, like that. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking more like you know twenty twenty-four thirteen or something. I so so the the this is a fan talk. So I completely understand if you guys think this is coming from a biased place. But while our defense has had some horrible moments. By and large, we have one of the best defenses in the league, or better defenses in the league. Our biggest issue was we didn't have the ability to pass rush. Roquan Smith leads the league in tackles and can rush the passer, which will allow for the secondary to not be on island so much. On top of that, Michael Thomas may not play, and Chris Olave may not play. So, like, who was Andy Dalton going to throw to right. but, but Alvin Kamara? So, it just is not setting up, up Taysom Hill not setting up very well for their offense against our defense so i can see this possibly being a blowout all right folks those are your games on the nfl docket for week nine thursday on amazon prime don't forget no sunday early morning game this week Uh, i believe there's a couple more down the road one from germany or a couple from germany possibly and then also mexico city but i believe that's a sunday night game so plenty of more uh, global impactful regular season nfl football to be had ray should we get out of here with our locks of the week this week you're muted you're muted nobody heard any of that that was that was great stuff too it was really uh, good stuff crap we'll just go to the soundbite the locks, the locks of, of the, week. the week. All right, here we go. Uh, I think I went two and one last week. Yeah, the Cowboys and Eagles both covered those big spreads, just so you know. Um, I was wrong about the Jets. The Packers barely covered for you. Um, did the Cardinals win last week? I think that was your loss. I think the Miami-Detroit game was over. My Miami Detroit game was over in the middle of the third quarter. <laughs> right, and the Cardinals lost by eight. So yeah, both of us two and one. We're tre- Ray. We're trending upward. Like we bought. Yeah, we if you if you bet with us last week, you you went six and two, and you you made some or no, you went four and two, and maybe you put a couple. See, extra... We're not good at math. We don't do the maths well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Hold on. Let me push my calculator glasses up here and see if I can get my. Uh... Uh, slide rule I was going to say slide rule but I was doing that stupid ass voice alright just bought us both enough time to 
to re, re revisit exactly who we were taking for our locks of the week. I will start this week, Ray, and I do believe in the Chargers. I'm off a bye week heading to Atlanta. I will give those three points. Give me the Chargers on the road, minus three. Say it with me, fans. Disrespectful. Uh-oh. Ain't no way the Chiefs beating the Titans by 12 and a half. Oh. Titans, take the points. Tennessee plus 12 and a half for Ray. I got it. Ray, give me your next pick. Say it with me, y'all. Disrespectful. Uh-oh. No way... Just taking all the points, folks. Ain't no way the the Jets are going to get beat at home okay. by 12 and a half. New take York the Jets, Jets and the points. Plus 12.5. We're giving that to Ray. All right, my second pick. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go with an over and under, Ray. I think that Minnesota heading to Washington, it's going to go over 43 and a half. So Minnesota at Washington over 43.5. And uh, as we do here in the snake draft version of what we do here with the locks of the week, putting Christmas presents under the tree, putting money in your kid's college fund, and maybe a little extra on the side to go out and buy yourself an ice cream sandwich. That's right, I said an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> My third lock of the week, and I think this is going to be the easiest of all the picks. There's no doubt in my mind that the Baltimore Ravens will head to New Orleans and cover those two and a half points, easily taking care of the Saints. Give me Baltimore minus two and a half. Well, we here at we here at Cheshire NFL, we're trying to give you money. We're trying to put money in your pocket. We're trying sure. to put pennies oh, in yeah. your dashboard in your car. Oh, we're trying yeah. to put put cranberry sauce on your table we're trying to get hot and spicy we're trying to put a banana in your tailpipe oh wait that doesn't that one doesn't apply (laughs) that does not match but we're not making you a lot of money but at least you're going to be over i'm going to take a shot because i gave you two what i think are layups take a shot colts patriots Uh oh give me the under 40 oh wow wow new england Take a Indy. shot. Every now and then, you got to take a shot in the dark, right? Under By the way, 40. Got before it. we get out of here, Book I have some uh, Kyrie Irving news for oh, you boy. that I don't know if you want to put on the show or that. Well, I mean, you're putting it on the show right now. Hey, you're the boss. No, you're the boss. Kyrie Irving and the Anti-Defamation League and the Nets have come together and made a joint statement and Kyrie and the Nets each are going to donate $500,000 towards causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance in, the, in our communities. Uh, Kyrie says, um, I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression and stand strong with communities that are marginalized and impacted every day. I am aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community, and I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. I am a human being learning from all walks of life, and I intend to do so with an open mind and a willingness to listen. So for my family and I, we meant no harm to any one group, race, or religion of people and wish to only be a beacon of truth and light. Um, And my response to that is, pressure! 
depression on you. Under pressure. What you done to me? Got me singing that night about the show on TV. Under pressure. Somewhere Patrick's head looks like a tea kettle that's ready to be taken off the stove. Shout out to David Bowie, man. One of the OGs of the game, bro. Uh, well, Ray, we did it again. Another week here at Cheershot NFL. A uh, little pick and roll uh, of the three-man weave style here today. Um, you can follow me at PC Tony. Follow this show at Cheershot NFL. Make sure you're heading on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Cheershot. Pick yourself a Cheershot t-shirt. Spend the extra money. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will be appreciative. Um, that's all I got. Send your hate mail to it's me, DPP. And, uh, yeah, at PC Tony. I'm at It's Ray Cash, R-Y-S Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. But if I can be serious for a minute, okay. I want to give a very... Lance Storm, you can... Oh, sorry. Were you really being serious? I'm sorry. I'm really being serious, yes. Um, although that was a very wonderful and, and apropos callback. I want to give a very strong and hearty rest in power and rest in peace to Takeoff from the Migos that happened here in my city. And um, too many of our young men specifically our young black men, specifically our young black rappers, are being eradicated. We got to be better as a community, man. We got to do something better. There's no reason for us to be dying like this over bullshit like a dice game or PNB Rock guy killed over getting a cookie. We got to be better than this, man. You know, we just spent a whole hour and a half having a good time talking about fun shit in sports. Can we be better? Can that be our society and not trying to kill each other? A good man, 28 years old, just released a, a, a video the day before he died. Won't be able to hear, won't be here to see the fruits of his labor. It's a damn shame. Rest in peace. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.